This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, or you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Gianna Gaudini. She is the head of events at Airtable, author of The Art of Event Planning, and the creator of the Million Dollar Event Planning Career. And I'm going to let her tell you more about that. But first, Gianna, how are you? Great. Oh, excuse me. I'm great. <laughs> you wouldn't know it from my voice, but um, thanks for having me, James. Great to be here. It's funny because we were just, you know, before recording, you were fine. And then it happens that when you're going to talk right that first time. <laughs> happens to the best of us. Good thing I've got my water right here. So, right. Uh, it's so funny because, uh, you know, everything was fine and suddenly when we start. But, um, you know, we're all human. So that's, that's, uh, that's proof there. <laughs> Um, so let's kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself. Sure. So I'm Gianna. Um, I have been in the event planning industry for over 20 years as you know, a thought leader. I've been on both the agency side and the client side for major brands like Google, where I ran events for nine years, Amazon, SoftBank Vision Fund, the largest um, VC in the world, $100 billion fund. And now I'm at Airtable. Um, $11.5 billion startup, <laughs> in quotes. Right. Um, so building out their event go-to-market strategy from the ground up. Um, but in addition to that, you know, I've kind of built a brand um, in the event space, both with my Amazon uh, bestseller, um, The Art of Event Planning, which I published in 2019, right before the pandemic. And then Post-pandemic, the launch of my course, Million Dollar Event Planning Career, um, which I launched in January this past year. So it's become a platform that's been awesome for engaging the events community and the hospitality community and really anyone that plans events, which is pretty much anyone. When you think about it, we're all event planners who hasn't planned a kid's birthday party or I just planned my dad's 70th surprise birthday this past weekend. Um, from weddings to bar mitzvahs to auctions, um, you know, events are just kind of part of what it means to be humans and congregate. So really, um, you know, I built a platform to engage anybody uh, from beginners to pros. That's, uh, that's uh, really cool. That's why, you know, when I connected and you told me all these different things, I was like, I definitely want to have you in my podcast because events, like you said, it's just Part of the human experience is actually, in my opinion, one of the best parts of the human experience, because one of my best memories are just being on a mastermind with friends where we're learning and uh, building very like lifelong relationships that then uh, we're learning about business and how to take our business and ourselves to the next level. But also then we go and we're in yachts and like in jet skis and having that bonding to like solidify everything because you know life is more than than just work and business and 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 that's why i love events because it's the combination of of business and pleasure together and and getting to know new people in in the best way which is in person 
So uh, I, I love events and that's why uh, I'm looking forward to learn from your course and uh, and to learn from you too. And hopefully you'll do some, some cool things together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, events are good for so many different reasons from building trust with, um, you know, with community members and or clients and customers, if you're a business to training um, and, you know, sharing new product features um, to fundraising to celebrating. And there's just so many ways that events, um, you know, can be a part of one's strategy in life and in business. So it's a really fun career and one that you can evolve like literally every year, which is why I got into event planning in the first place and have continued to grow and expand my career for the past 20 years and hopefully the next 20 years to come. That's amazing. Uh, I, I I always say uh, to to people when I, when I talk about my goals moving forward in business, uh, a big part of it is events. Uh, I, I want to have my own event, minimum one a year, if not like once a quarter, and be able to travel and 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 create a space where people come and network and 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 learn and and have life changing experiences. That's that's the idea of what I want to do. I want to combine it with NFTs and and being able to have that like receipt of the event to you know great branding great great way to that's where social media and, and everything is going so i'm already thinking with that in the back of my head and and i'm very excited about about that and, and having the opportunity to have you so um my next question uh is you know given that you your your events is it's so you know so broad in a way is there any specific focus that you personally are, are doing right now uh, that you're trying to push more or or you kind of keep your options open? So, um, you know, my, my full-time job is in the corporate world and that's at Airtable where I'm the head of events. So I am in such a unique position that I'm honored to be in where I'm building the event team and strategy for Airtable from the ground up. So Airtable had never done an event before in their 10 years of being incorporated until I joined the company in March. And so I was tasked with the role of like deciding what our event strategy was going to be, getting buy-in from the company on what the goals were, the format, you know, the audience acquisition plan, the budget, um, and then galvanizing a large cross-functional team to bring our very first Airtable event to fruition. And we had press there. You know, we were doing a live interview with Bloomberg and our CEO from the event. We had all of our executives on stage for the very first time. We had incredible customer speakers from Netflix and LinkedIn and iHeartMedia and Adobe. And it was just an incredible moment for the company to, to have our product launch on stage for the very first time. You know, before this event that we produced, the product launches kind of happen digitally, which is great. But when you actually see products being launched on stage to an audience that's responding. There's just this, you know, this excitement and this energy and yeah. And, you know, the press want to write about it. The analysts can really see it tangibly and you're building those relationships. I like to call it making brand deposits with your customers, with press, with strategic partners. And so it was a really cool thing to be a part of. Um, now, aside from my day job, um, I think what's also really important when you're a leader in an industry is to 
give back to the community. So I try to take time to be a thought leader, to do podcasts like this, to blog, to take interviews, you know, to mentor other people in the industry, um, to attend other events. I think it's really important to do your competitive analysis and just go be an attendee as well to learn what what the trends are, what's working, what's not working, to network with other professionals. Um, you know, and one of the things that I do, things that I do a lot is um, is teaching. It's one of my favorite things to do. In fact, it was my first job in high school. I taught piano. And um, so when I created my course, it was because I had so much success with my book and heard so much feedback from people that I wanted to create kind of a follow on to that in a more engaging format where people could learn even more in a more engaging self-paced format. So, um, you know, I spend a lot of time making sure that I'm getting the word out about my course and helping people make career changes or leverage the learnings from my course to get promoted, to reach that next level, to learn something that they want to learn about. Um, And then finally, one thing that I'm passionate about is advising. So, Having been in the event space for 20 years, yeah, I have a lot of contacts, a lot of experience. I kind of have my finger on the pulse of what the trends are, what the future of events is. And so I'm an advisor to a few startups in the event tech space as well. And so I'm very passionate about supporting them, making strategic introductions to them, helping review their roadmap. Um, so, and then of course, being a mom to a five-year-old keeps me all very busy. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, always a big focus, right? Having, having, uh, a five-year-old, right? I, I don't, I don't know by experience, but, uh, by experience, I guess from other people having kids, right? In my family and friends, but that's, uh, it's a full-time job in and of itself. Let me tell you. Yeah. That's why I'm definitely not ready for it. And, and, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I I'm so focused right now. My baby is, is my career, right? Like, and, and yeah. Yeah, I'm still young. I mean, 29, uh, and, uh, I don't know. I'm just focused on, on living up to my potential and to, and to really take care of myself first to then being able to take care of others. Uh, so, Hey, you know, that's why I'm only having one kid is because my career is my second kid. I tell people, I know my limits and I know that I like to invest in my career and I only have a certain amount of hours and capacity to give a hundred percent. So, you know, there's trade-offs in life and I know my, my limit is one kid. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's good. That's good. Um, you know, given that you were saying that you love advising, uh, I would love to you for you to give some advice for either business owners in general, or maybe more specifically for tech startups that that seems to be a, a big focus for you. So there's so many of them and I, I normally work with, with tech companies too. So, uh, I think it will be great to hear your advice for, event planning for people, maybe their first one or, or to do the, a, a better one because they didn't do very well in the beginning. What's your advice for that? Yeah. Oh gosh. There's so much advice where to start. I mean, you always want to think of a five-year plan just because something is working this year. doesn't mean it has the runway to last. So you really want to be getting ahead of trends and growth patterns and build, you know, making sure you have enough runway to grow and, you know, to weather difficult macroeconomic climates like now or pandemics or changes to the market, um, you know, and also expect that it takes time to build up your business. So expect at least five years to really build and, you know, 
you're going to need to build your credibility. You need to build your connections. You need to be networking. You're creating your own success and serendipity by getting out there. And one of the best ways to do that is to contribute to the community as well. Be a thought leader, you know, be networking, doing things like what you're doing, James, with having this podcast. The more you're networking and giving back, honestly, you're making deposits and you're going to get more traction. You're going to get more intel. But also just investing in training yourself and upskilling yourself. I mean, that was one of the reasons why I created my course is because I was currently running global events and training and certification at Amazon Web Services. And that was one thing that everybody was investing in. Companies were investing in training their workforces so that they were more versed in AWS cloud skills. And engineers and cloud architects wanted to get AWS certified so companies would hire them because if they were AWS certified, it was an indication that they could build on AWS platforms. And so, you know, getting certifications, just continuing to grow your skill set, adding to your toolkit is really, really smart. I think anybody who says that they know it all definitely does not know it all because you can always be growing, always be learning, no matter how long you've been in a career. Um, so, you know, to give you an example, when I was getting ready to write my book, I wasn't just sitting down and reading for writing for four hours a day, but I was also building a website and starting an email campaign and gathering names for that and starting to do a lot more media. And, um, you know, there's just so much that goes into building leading up to a launch and then maintaining it after a launch. You know, that's one of the hardest things about being a business owner is not just running the business, but keeping the marketing going, keeping a flywheel going. And, you know, operationalizing things so that you can scale as a business as well. So, so those are just a few things, but uh, yeah. On that note still, um, is there any, at least, you know, obviously ballpark, because I know there's a lot of components, but, you know, mid, if I want to have like, what is the minimum viable product that you need to have to be able to do your first event? Uh, if, if that's even something that you can answer, because... Oh yeah, um, it's hard to answer that. Like a, because events are like, are you talking about a product launch event or like there's so many I mean, types of events? So yeah, I guess I guess you know there's so many types of events, right? Like for what I mean, I I usually think about events about like a conference, for example, right? Uh, like that's like a huge event, right? Um, uh, is that even no. like the first thing that you should prioritize? Or I guess that would be a better question. Like, what should be the? Is it launching then should be the priority then? And and what's the minimum viable product to to launch uh, to do an event uh, for a launch? Great question. So to pull off a conference is a huge lift, and you want to consider a lot of things before making that commitment because once you set a date, it's very much set in stone. It's very hard to change a date without looking like you're a little bit uh, of a rookie. So first of all, understand exactly what your why is. Why are you having the event? You know, is it to, is it brand awareness? Is it top of funnel? Is it to build trust? Is it expansion within your current customers? Is it, do you want press? Do you want social reach? Like, what is it that you want from this event? And you want to start out with some OKRs. And for those that don't know what OKRs are, they're objectives and key results. So what are the exact objectives? 
And how are you going to measure them? So the key results should be measurable. Um, and they can be, you know, some quantitative, some qualitative, like, for instance, you might want an MPS score of 70 or above, and that's helping with, you know, evangelism of your brand. Um, others can be qualitative, like pipeline generated or sales closed, meeting scheduled, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you want to start with that and then kind of assess whether an event is the right marketing medium that you want to invest in. Because you want to analyze how much it's going to cost, if you're going to charge a fee or not, you know, do you want to become ROI neutral? And what I mean by that is, if it's an event that's going to result in potential sales or pipeline, like, is the investment worth what you think you're going to get out of it? And if not, like, are you willing to, you know, take a loss? Um, then you also want to look at the resources that you're investing from a time perspective. Events take a lot of time and typically more than one team member to pull off. So especially, you know, my position right now working in a startup, we have such finite resources. We're not a big Google or a big Amazon with, you know, a million employees, literally, and Amazon. Um, and so we really have to evaluate trade-offs with every initiative that we're doing. Like, is this one stack ranked higher than this one? And how is the team resource to support each initiative? So that's kind of the first steps um, when it comes to planning an event. Um, and then there's so much more. I mean, I my, my, my course and my book walk you through a lot of it, but know your why and how to prove the value of the event before you even get into like the logistics piece. I, I really, I really love that part. Uh, it really resonated with me because it, it it's, it's in my realm, right. Uh, of PR too. It's everything. When I do PR, I ask, I ask people like, what is, you know, what is your purpose? Uh, do you want authority? Do you want sales? Uh, do you want to tap into the into the right communities or, you know, what is your, what does success look for you, right? Like, what do you want to get out of this? And, and, and an event, you know, it's, it's very similar. I mean, it is PR, right? Like event, yeah. it, it is PR, it is marketing, it is everything, <laughs> right? Yeah. When you think about it, events are so stressful because by nature, they're public facing, right? Like, it's not like something that you're doing at a company where maybe you're launching a product or some code or, some internal process where maybe like if you make a mistake, no one's going to see it. Like events are front and center for your brand. And so that's why they're inherently stressful is like they're out there. The date's not moving. You know, people, top customers are invited. Press are invited. Your executives are participating. So, you know, you, you really want to be buttoned up and, you know, know your why and know how to achieve results before you embark, uh, not to scare anyone, but, um, but you know, they're very fun and rewarding as well. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously you don't want to just wing it, right? Like you don't want to just go for it and, and that's it. No. But, um, it, it's, it's, it's cool that you, you really gave some very good information. Uh, and obviously if they want more, it's always going to be the course. I know I'm going to be taking the course. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to that because I really, really want to become, uh, basically be able to do my own events and organize events for other people. So in a way, an event planner, uh, because it it's just part of, it's such a great part of PR and I love it personally. So I'm very uh, personally invested. So um, I, uh, I I know that there's going to be a lot of people that, that are going to be uh, thinking that, 
you know, this is this is great information. This is something that I would love to to get into or even to just get more information about my company for my company. Um, so how can people find you? Great question. Um, it's pretty easy. You can go to my website, giannagaudini.com. So G-I-A-N-N-A-G-A-U-D-I-N-I.com slash course. And if you go to the shopping cart and enter FOO, F-O-O, you can get a VIP discount um, for a limited time. So maybe you can drop that into the show notes. Um, but you can find all the information that you want about me, my course, my book, my philosophy, um, all on my website. So it's pretty easy if you can get all the vowels right in my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and, you know, to be safe, this in the show notes that we're going to have the links, but there's some people that are just listening to it. So it's good to at least, uh, for them to make a mental note, right. Uh, to, to be able to, to check that out. And maybe they remember hopefully, uh, to, and, uh, you know, th- thanks for, for not only coming here, taking the time and, and give us amazing information, have a great conversation with me, but also being able to offer, uh, something of value for the audience and, and give them a code, uh, for, for coming in, into, uh, you know, for, if they see to watch this, this podcast, being able to have a discount for, uh, for your course, which I think is going to be amazing. I mean, I haven't got to it because, you know, life is crazy, but I have it in my to-do list and it's for events is such a big priority that right now I'm just making sure that I, I, I build up the team so I can gain more time. So then I can go, I have two courses right now that I want to prioritize, which is the event one. And then one for, for content, uh, from a content creator, friend of mine that, he, I saw him blow up. So those are the two main priorities because content and publicity strategies is what I want to, what I'm focusing on right now for myself and my clients. So events, nice. it's just one of, one of the most powerful PR things in, in publicity yeah. and attracting the media with that, you know, so much, you know, so easy when you do an event, right? So looking forward to that. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be like, after I go through your course about questions and maybe hopefully, you know, collaborate and do, do a nice, uh, maybe multiple events, hopefully. Right. Uh, that would be with, with tech startups and getting to web three. That would be amazing. <laughs> cool. Well, good luck with all of that and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah. You, you too. You too. And, uh, this was a great conversation. So this was Gianna and Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.